Hello, and remain indoors. We are going to sunny California, ladies and gentlemen, for the Melro 210 uh, bonus show that we're doing here on on the We Hate Movies Prime feed. This is a free show we're putting out uh, just in kind of just in time for all of us to be quarantined <laughs> together. Right. Yeah. We're, this is basically we all just we all took this like pact, you know, like mm-hmm. a like yep. a witch's coven type of thing that we're all going to watch 90210 and Melrose Place while we're all on lockdown. And then eventually, if lockdown is lifted, we will stop the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I am joined. Uh, my name is Steven Sadek. I am joined. You just heard Eric Siska. You'll also hear Andrew Jupin. Yo! And eventually, maybe, you'll hear Chris Cabin. Hiya. There uh, he is. Yeah, we do a uh, movie podcast called uh, We Hate Movies, which you, you can find on this feed, a bad movie podcast. We also, just because this is a free show and we're all kind of a little uh, having a little bit of fun here, there's more stuff on our Patreon, patreon.com slash wehatemovies. You get a ton of great content. We've got a Justice League commentary coming out. Uh, an episode on Ferris Bueller's Day Off, tons of stuff. Yeah, and if you like TV recaps, we have Star Trek uh, Picards up there and uh, The Nexus, which we do the original series and The Next Generation. But I want to quickly mention some of our fans in the UK might be getting The Mandalorian, uh, I think because Disney Plus is launching there this month. So, Oh, excellent news. So check out our recaps on there on Patreon. Yeah, The Mandalorian Half Hour, absolutely. Yeah, so this is the pilot. So the way that we're going to do this on Mondays, we're going to drop an episode recap of Beverly Hills in order, uh, and then we're going to do on Thursdays an episode recap in order on Melrose Place. We're going to start with Beverly Hills, the pilot, which we're calling The Class of Beverly Hills, which aired originally on October 4th, 1990. Now, Steve, you're just calling it Beverly Hills, by the way. And, I you know, apologize. That yes. fucking zip code's <laughs> got to be in here. Nine o Beverly Hills nine o two one zero. Yeah, you got to tell me that whole title, or else I don't know where to put the mail. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should point out also this marks a kind of an interesting uh, waypoint here in our lives because Steve. You are the Beverly Hills 90210 guy, and Mm -hmm. like it or not, I am the Melrose Place (laughs) guy. And I feel I I never got on the train of Beverly Hills 90210 for no reason other than like I didn't really, you know, watch it. But there was a reason. There's less (laughs) fucking on it. Well, that's, yeah, well, that brings me to my other thing, Chris Kevin, which is, you know, Growing up in the 90s when uh, Melrose Place was on, it was the thing you could watch on free TV that was sexy as all get out. <laughs> they were fucking on that? Oh, dude, it was such a sexy show. Strap in. <laughs> you know, dude, there's sex, night. there's intrigue, there's oh, murder. So I have now seen only 90210, uh, the pilot, excuse me, Beverly Hills, comma, 90210. <laughs> Thank you. I think, I, but the, the, the hap- abbreviation is... You know, you would say to somebody, you know, like, oh, hey, did you see 90210 last night? Oh, for sure. You call yeah. it 90210. Yeah. You, know, you check out the two, 210. <laughs> um, so I've only seen ne- this. Literally, that's it. Part one of the pilot. I've never seen any further. I've never seen Melrose Place. So I'm completely fresh to all of it. So uh, 
Melrose Place is hornier than Beverly Hills 90210. Yep. But the 90210 remake is hornier than Melrose Place. Oh, did you watch that? You fucked around with that, dude? I, I fucked around with a little bit of that, yeah, too. Yeah, I watched wow. a couple episodes. It is I, very horny. I skipped both remakes, and I also skipped that. I, I was really excited when they were doing that. Um, I, I call it a reboot or a reunion show. I was like, oh, a revival? Yeah, they're, I was like, but they're like playing themselves, though? That's, that's when I was like, I'm never watching a second of this. Because it was. I was like, oh, shit, are we just going to bring all my friends back and we're all going to hang out together? No, it's actually just a self-aware, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here bullshit. And I was like, yeah, I'm out. I'm <laughs> out. Those, dude, those things are the fucking worst. Do you recall, guys, I think we, this, we joked about this in circles uh, for a while, several years ago, uh, the, the web series Can't Get Arrested? Oh yeah, that's your favorite. I know what that is. Which right. was like it was like Jody Sweeten from Full House and Coulier. It was Dave Coulier. Yes, it? It, was. it was basically a thing yeah. where it's like they're playing like their washed up quote unquote actory selves. And when I saw this, I think by the way they called it BH nine zero two one zero. Yes, that, that's and how you differentiate that. And I was, was that a like, remake. Was that a complete remake, not a revival? We're not bringing back old characters. No, they were. They were playing. It was the actors playing themselves doing a reunion. Era. I think. Yeah, it was like, oh, I yeah. don't want to do this, and it was like that kind of a thing. Because that's what this can't get arrested. Was was just these actors playing like down on their luck versions of themselves, which you know, for Dave Coulier, I would imagine art was imitating life. <laughs> uh, just to get started here, because we were talking about our experiences, my experience with Beverly Hills 90210. Uh, I have a sister that is three years older than me. She was thirteen when this came out, and that was the oh was, yeah, and she ruled the roost. She was the eldest uh, in the family, so she ruled the roost television wise. So we were watching this, and it was a thing where I was like. This stinks. It's for girls. And then I would just keep moving closer to the television. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Until you started uh, making out with Jenny Garth. Oh, definitely. Oh, uh, making out with Jenny Garth through Steve's TV screen. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, stop kissing the TV. I have to get the Windex again. You're ruining the television. So the first season, I should say, is a lot more earnest than the show is later on. It's a lot more about, like, this is kind of a family show about a family that moves to uh, this crazy uh, Beverly Hills location from Minneapolis, Minnesota, and or Minnesota, Minneapolis. Uh, and, or no, okay, Minneapolis. Now, what, what, what is the zip code there? <laughs> I don't know. It is indeed Minneapolis, Minnesota, by the way. I always get it mixed <laughs> You know, the city of Minnesota. All Dude, we've right. been locked inside for two weeks, and we're already forgetting which way you say states and cities. <laughs> yup, I'm the governor of Minneapolis, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Dude, they should all talk. That's the thing. The accents on Brendan and Bren Brandon yeah. and Brenda should be like, oh, hey there. How's it going? I'm from. <laughs> I'm just hanging out here. Gonna yeah. be uh, your Absolute new best disasters. friend. <laughs> To be fair, Jason Priestley's hair is from Minnesota. Dude. Dude. Oh. That's a Minnesota haircut if I ever see it. It's a Minnesota helmet is what it is. Dude, he's got a Minnesota waterfall. This is a mullet to beat the band. Mullet one of 16 in this episode. <laughs> It's pretty terrific. Oh, and I should also say we are only going to be talking about the first half of the pilot because they split them up at syndication, and we want to kind of keep these relatively short. So we're going to do sure. a 90 minutes on Beverly Hills 90210, <laughs> although I could. Steve, quick question about um, Brenda and Brandon's family situation. Mm-hmm. How? Because their whole thing is like, oh, we moved from Minneapolis, and we're just like normal people, blah, blah, blah. 
how is it that they are affording to live in Beverly Hills? What is the situation it's there? It's the secret of the show, which is they, which they kind of allude to later, is they're fucking rich. I hate to break mm. it to you guys. They they pretend <laughs> okay. that they're not, but like uh, it's the, the Illuminati. The da- yeah, they're part of the Illuminati. <laughs> the dad, Jim Walsh, played by the great James Eckhouse. You only get a little bit of him in this episode. Yeah, um, is uh, like a, a corporate lawyer that gets transferred oh, to Beverly okay. Hills. So like they're making enough to like live in this city. So like later when they're like, I don't know, we're everyone's just so rich. I mean, again, like there's uber rich and rich. Well, they're rich, not yeah, uber rich. Yeah. So he's Tom Cruise, and he's just around a bunch of Sidney Pollocks. Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, that's one way to put it, Kevin. <laughs> one thing that uh, strikes me in the, this first episode uh, is the weird flirting going on between Brandon and Brenda. I was not okay with it. It's a weird thing, dude. They're like fucking twins, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's like, who knows what's going on, man? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's where they learn to kiss. <laughs> exactly, dude. I mean, let's practice on each other. We're pretty much the same person. It's just a lot of like, she's waking him up and she's like... And he's like noticing what she's wearing. He calls her a cute girl. It's like, nah. Uh, yeah, I got two sisters. I've never done any of that. Yeah, he's nope. like, he's like, oh, because she comes in and she's like, hey, Brandon, you know, it's the first day of school. You got to help me pick out an outfit. And he's like, oh, what about that uh, black thing you wore to so and so's whatever the fuck party back yeah. in Minneapolis? You looked pretty good then. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck did you say to your sister? <laughs> I've. I, I I said that Cruel Intentions is the Rosetta Stone for step sibling porn, but mm-hmm. this was an early murmur of that, <laughs> just quiet in the background. I feel like if you're, she wakes him up, she like jumps in his bed, it's like shaking him. I'm yep. like, dude, it, he is 16. You got a a cop knock on the on the back door and be like. Brandon, we're waking up. And then you walk away from the door. That's it. You can't just pounce on that bed, dude. You don't know what the morning wood situation is. Get out of here. Good Lord. My main takeaway from this scene was the line that everyone here looks like they're in a, they're out of a music video. Mm-hmm. And I don't even have the right hair. <laughs> it was uh, Brenda. Yes. Uh, Brenda played by the great Shannon Doherty. Absolutely. Um, uh, and Br- Brandon, Jason Priestley. This is like sort of a before Brandon turns into an earnest piece of shit later on. I mean, he's always uh. kind of earnest, but like he's an unlikable character as the show goes on. That's too bad because I was liking him in this episode. Yeah, he's, he's like a goof. He's a bit of a goof. And later on, he becomes like he's a very little self righteous little turd, which I'm not a fan of. Like, yeah. does he become like super religious or something? <laughs> <laughs> like, I strike thee in the heart. <laughs> Satan. By the way, uh, Brendan is waking up uh, with the call from the uh, death rabbit from Donnie Darko. <laughs> That's a great call. I don't wake know. What this up. Is. Wake up. It's all up. coming out. Dude, did you notice it's all coming out of a Godzilla alarm clock? Yes. What are you think- doing in the 90210? <laughs> I feel like they were like, all right, maybe this character is going to be an inventor. Let's just put this in here oh, in no. case we want to go that way later. Absolutely. Plant the seed for possible inventor status <laughs> later on if we get picked up. He's a tinkerer. <laughs> a whole episode about him getting his first patent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, my time machine's going to be broken. Now, Steve, this show went for 10 seasons, so they like clearly 
like matriculate into college at some point they go into college it's it's your classic like we get tired of college pretty quickly i think it's like one or two seasons of like them actually doing classes and like college stuff and then it's like ah now everybody does their own stuff uh, uh brandon runs the peach pit uh, uh steve runs a newspaper okay no Jesus. way steve sanders becomes a journalist he, i won't hear of it he owns a newspaper later on <laughs> i'm not kidding you i'm not fucking kidding you i wish i was I gotta tell you, man. Fucking uh, worldwide pandemic or no, I believe I'm gonna be continuing the show on my own. <laughs> so he becomes the president of the San Francisco Chronicle. Yes. He okay. <laughs> uh, so we get. I mean, like you know, there's a lot of like uh, we meet their their parents, Cindy and Jim, uh, with the late great. Uh, I think he's still alive, James Eckhouse. He's in a couple of those Marvel movies for a hot second. James Eckhouse is in the MCU. I think he's in a- Avengers uh, as like some sort of bald senator because his oh, hair yeah, did not you're right. last long. Senator Boynton. I thought he played an orc. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Eckhouse, by the way, thank God, is still alive. Thank goodness. Uh, and they wind up, they, they, they just go to school and they're kind of, I guess, we're again, we're supposed to pretend this is a shitty car. It's a pretty dope little brown whatever the fuck hatchback he's rocking. Is it a Volvo he's driving? I didn't get a look at this thing. It's not too bad, though. Exactly. But then, you know, Steve shows up in his Ferrari, which, anyone get a look at this vanity plate, by the way? Oh, yeah. I tried making out what it said and I couldn't, I couldn't figure I, it out. I ate a Ferrari. I ate a Ferrari. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. What? Like, it's I ate a F R E, so that means I ate a Ferrari. How do you deep throat a car? <laughs> Eat, not suck off. Eat. <laughs> I just listen, dude. If you like, if you're deep throating something, and then you you take out like some rusty scissors and cut off the. The, what's holding it together? Sure, you can fucking eat it. You can okay, swallow fine. that yeah, shit. I didn't know that's what you were referencing, Eric. I'm sorry. I do want to remind everybody the show is free, so, <laughs> so yes, exactly. <laughs> so we could talk about fellatio being interrupted uh-huh. by fucking um, a murder, I guess. Uh, Wait, why did the scissors have to be rusty? <laughs> <laughs> just how Eric likes it, dude. Uh, I love that. It's uh, my kink, dude. You got to support it. Oh, uh, you're right. <laughs> I love the the little exchange to like Brandon, you know, they're racing out to school and he's like, he comes into the kitchen to look for some breakfast and he's like, hey, where's the toaster? And Mrs. Walsh like throws a box on the floor and he's like, yeah, I'm just going to go to school. (laughs) Yeah, she's not having it in this episode. Uh, they do have a guy. I I love the opening montage of like getting to campus, and because it's the pilot, we're kind of using this montage to like be the opening credits, basically. Yes. Um, I fucking love the like late eighties of the score, all this stuff. But the thing that is truly obnoxious so far to me is this guy, the Flash on student radio disc jockey duty i think this guy gets cut after the pilot i don't you know what i mean david yeah spoiler alert david eventually becomes the uh disc jockey which is a lot of fun that checks out but Um, it's like yeah go ahead kevin so steve can i ask these uh, these cutaways are all of these people who are going to this school like when they're doing this because it's a big montage oh yes yeah yeah. it's it's i thought it was the city because there's like some saudis are going there there's some guys (laughs) who like serve the honorable elijah muhammad hanging out no it's it's more of a i think it's the city waking up as they're driving to the school and then you do eventually get to the school you'll get more mullets and you get a lot of like break people are just break dancing outside a lot of break dancing uh i love the detail of the high school has valet parking 
Yes. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, Steve Sanders shows up, and so does uh, uh, Kelly, played by Jenny Garth, shows up in her car. She got a nose job over the summer. Oh, that's yeah. That's it, dude. It's a brave new world, you guys. Yeah, they took a foot off of it. <laughs> Yeah, that's an insane thing that Steve Sanders says in like what he thinks is going to be a flattering remark. Yeah, he's not not run, really running great game here on uh, Kelly. And uh, so Kelly and and Steve used to date, uh, mm-hmm. but have since broken up. As he tells it, he dumped her. Yeah, I feel like that's not true. No, I feel like that's probably a lie. He keeps saying it to multiple <laughs> characters, <laughs> and he's just like going around. Like he's. This first season specifically, he's really creepy towards her, if I remember correctly. Uh, they become buddies later on, like just kind of pals. But like for a while, he's like, let's get back together. Ugh, that's insufferable. Eric, uh, as, as, for blonde representation, how is Steve treating you? That's, you know what? It's actually not bad. <laughs> I mean, this guy, it's another handsome but curly mullet going on with, with Ian Zeering in this episode. He kind of looks like he could be playing saxophone in some yacht rock band. <laughs> Definitely, oh, yeah. <laughs> Especially later when he goes to this party, he's wearing that fucking blazer and white shorts. I'm like, yes. where? Do, when do we set off, Steve? He's Man. going to like a, he's going to a party in like Nantucket this whole fucking episode. <laughs> he looks like a real asshole. It's great. His backstory, which you kind of get a little bit, is that his mom is sort of a uh, Leave It to Beaver and or uh, what do you call that Brady Bunch esque TV mom. But guess what? It's not all cracked up. It's not like it's cracked up to be on in real life, IRL as they call that. Oh, are there yeah. no more? Are there no more wire hangers? <laughs> <laughs> what I, it, it, it is? Do you get a reveal eventually? No, Steve? I mean I, I just remember like the, there's she's a, a shitty mom. I believe she's an alcoholic. Yeah. Yeah. Easy way to go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we meet our freshman characters, which is uh, David and Scott. R.I.P. Scott's the one that accidentally shoots himself. Oh, if there, if there is, if I have a favorite episode of television, it's the episode <laughs> Scott shoots himself in the face. Okay, I was about to ask <laughs> if it was in the show or real life. No, it's, so. it, it, I believe that the actor is uh, is IRL alive. Uh, unshot face. <laughs> unshot face. <laughs> yeah, David is. Uh, he becomes part of the main cast. Like, a, like they kind of like just like fold him in and Scott is like I guess the idea was like oh these guys will be our eyes and ears into how the school works but eventually like we don't like this little wiener character by so the just kind of write by, Scott out by the way a great uh, sequel to uncut gems unshot faces <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey yeah. david this is how i win <laughs> <laughs> it looks like uh yeah scott uh checks out midway through season 2 yeah that's unfortunate. I mean, Poor Scott Scanlon. Although I will say the actor Douglas Emerson still alive. Well, that's good. Yeah, he's wearing this fucking Lakers hat, and later on he wears a Lakers shirt, and it's like, Scott, we can't do this. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see how everybody else is dressed, Scott? That's not what we're doing here. Look, Absolutely not. Look, Scott, I'm handsome. You don't have these good looks. You got to shape up here, buddy. <laughs> but also, like, this is a school where, like, you're not wearing shit with logos and team emblems on it. This is West Beverly High, baby. 
Uh, and yeah, we we kind of go around. Yeah, and there's this weird th- thread in the first season where it's like a spo- supposed to be like the best high school in the country or something. Well, yeah. that's what this vice principal is like feeding Brenda and Brandon this fucking line about like, oh yeah, well back in Minneapolis it says you were straight A students. Well, let me tell you, West Beverly, these kids are competitive. And I was like, is that true? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, later on, Kelly asks her, and she's like, are you smart? And Brenda's like, kind of. And I'm like, yeah, that's about right. (laughs) Well, that dude, that fucking scene, so they're in, like, biology class or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, The the teacher in this uh, class is that actor Josh uh, Mostel from uh, City Slickers. And I always think of the principal from Billy Madison. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely, Mr. Anderson. That's right. If I and... was him, I'd walk my fat ass into <laughs> oncoming traffic. <laughs> Sorry. I mean that that movie still delivers. <laughs> uh, zero Mostel's son, I believe. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, good. So you like should be one Mostel. <laughs> uh, but it's kind of crazy, like this ridiculous scene where, like, he says. Hey everybody, you know, pay attention to where you're sitting because whoever you're next to is going to be like your lab partner for the year. Jesus. And this like, you know, a, a bigger sized woman walks in and all of these students are like, "Oh my god. Oh my god." <laughs> like the fucking ride of the Valkyries starts playing. <laughs> I mean, it's insane. And you see fucking Jenny Garth and she's like, seats taken. And the girl's like, uh, yeah, by who? And like, yeah, Brenda walks in and she's like, uh, that girl. And you would think like at some point in the episode or later on, like we would find out like maybe that girl has a great personality and she's a great character or whatever. No, she's a one-off fat joke. It's a one-off fat joke. It's insane. I I kept waiting for this character to show up again. Yes, exactly. Thanks, Aaron Spelling. It's on some whiteboard, like, all right, what do we want to get done in the first episode? All right, we want to introduce the characters for sure. Brandon inventor question mark? Okay, Mm -hmm. fat joke A number one. (laughs) No fatties. Write that on the board. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We want to set that tone real quick. Fat joke. Uh... Bad smell joke plus? Question mark? <laughs> Can we get that uh, seahorn noise, possibly? <laughs> <laughs> Around here, Kelly starts telling Brenda about like the, the popularity in the school and how important it is, and you wouldn't want to be caught dead uh, eating alone like that kid, and it's her brother. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of funny. This yeah. actually, it sparked a memory of my traumatic... Uh, high school experience oh no well yeah no i remember i i was friends with a group of kids for my entire life you know like from elementary school and onward and one day in the lunchroom like you know you go sit with them and then everyone gets up and moves to another table oh no that happened happened to me and then i was like wait is this a game people are playing so (laughs) let me also do that and then they kept moving and i was like no Okay, I think I'm getting the hint. Wait a second, though. What did you do to deserve the excommunication? Uh, I think it was the no fatties rule. Uh, Okay. I I actually think that's what it was. I was going to ask if you were wearing a Lakers hat at the time. (laughs) No. Eric, did you smell? You can tell me. Of course I smelled. I mean, I think that's part of what this show is going to reveal is like you know some some high school stories might pop up occasionally. Right? That's true. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. think I don't think I ever dished on that one before. <laughs> no, I don't remember that humiliation. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, they're coming back. No humiliation. So, so, it's back. No. 
the thrust of this episode is this big party at Marianne something or other's house. She hires a plane uh, that tells everybody that there's a big party on Friday night. No freshmen allowed. Sorry, freshman characters. Dude, this is another great visual gag where it's like the plane and it's flying the little banner behind it. And it's like, back to school jam this Friday. And it like gives the address or whatever. And Jenny Garth like recognizes, you know, who, you know, it's Marianne, whatever's address. That's cool. And then there's a great gag of there's a second airplane carrying the tinier banner that says <laughs> no freshman. Uh, the I, I apologize. I'm, I'm breaking news. The no freshman plane has gone down. There were no survivors. Oh, uh, this means that freshmen are now welcome to Marianne, whatever the fuck's party. <laughs> we're now getting word that a second plane has hit the second tr- World Trade Center tower. <laughs> And it was carrying a banner that said, no freshman. <laughs> oh, my God. What a way to get that message across. <laughs> this party, I mean. Although there might be 72 in heaven, right? 72 <laughs> Oh, man. Or, you know what? We're going through a, a global thing right now. Let's have some levity at the past, right? <laughs> yes, and you know, I, I apologize, actually. It's, it's a thing for, for the global thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> for the global thing. thing. You got to laugh at yourself. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so you're so, like, oh, I could laugh at myself in high school. I could laugh at travesties around that time as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was uh-huh. a simpler time. It was a simpler thing. Like, you could still go to a restaurant or bar afterwards. It's true. Fucking viruses. <laughs> Can I talk about uh, it, this Andrea character? Oh, we have to talk about Andrea Zuckerman. The, Absolutely. The top Ten school papers in the country. That's a great what question, Chris. Loser organization <laughs> fucking tracks this shit. I yeah. I gotta say, this I feel and you know, I'm sure other people had different experiences, but Cabin, our high school newspapers sucked. Nobody cared. Nobody. And like when you have these shows where she's basically acting like she's fucking William Randolph Hearst, like yeah, in this, and she's like she's like yelling at Jason Priestley about deadlines and the school sewage dump story and what, and I'm like just fucking report about the bake sale and the dance and whatever else. It's like the post. And it's about the same production value. <laughs> I'm actually surprised you guys actually had a school newspaper. I thought that was like uh, TV propaganda because I never had one. I didn't have one either. We sort of started one and then it never came out because nobody attended meetings and that was it. I think I, it, we had a thing. It was like one piece of paper, like maybe front and back, Chris. Do you remember? I think that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just remember like the same people that always did like school paper shit were the same people that gave a shit about being on the yearbook committee. Right. Thanks, but I no th- thanks. I think mine was just you could be in yearbook if if you if that's what you want to do, you could be in yearbook. We right. learn a little more about Andrea in the next episode, but it's it's mostly like we, we learn here is she's an overachiever, kind of the nerd character. And mm-hmm. we also learn in this episode, which is the dynamic she has for most of the show, is Jason Priestley letting her smell it and then walk away. Yeah. Dude, I got a real James Bond and Money Penny vibe with this. And Absolutely. I, ooh, wow. He is torturing this poor girl. He goes up to her and is like, hey, where's a cool place to take a hot girl on a Friday night? Not you specifically, but like, imagine if a girl were hot. Dude, this exchange is outrageous because like he asks that, she gives him shit about the deadline or whatever, and then like he promises to do the story and she's like, okay moon shadows in malibu and he's like okay got it and then like before he leaves the office he's just like 
is she you know, what does she say like uh is she pretty or yeah. something like oh, that dude, it's rough. man my asshole clenched right up <laughs> uh hey brandon could you just uh rub the front of your jeans for a little bit <laughs> At one point, he was wearing a Canadian tuxedo. Oh, for sure. That's what he wears to this big, the great big party, oh, which yeah, is Marianne's okay, yeah. party. That's Quest a rough look. This yeah. is a, oh, my Lord. With this hair? In the California heat, you're wearing that, too? My yeah. God. Who do you think you are? Jay Leno? The California heat's a great question, because David shows up first day wearing this fucking... Ellen, uh, this, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Elaine Bennis blazer, this <laughs> mustard yellow blazer. And I'm like, it's fucking 90 degrees. It's August in California. Hey, I have a question about the back to school jam, by the way. Please. What? And I looked and I couldn't find anything. There's nothing in the trivia about it. But my God, what are we doing with this band that's playing? It is wretched. <laughs> I don't know. They're like a punk kind of band, sort of. I will say, and I'm almost positive on this, I think syndication you run into, we're swapping out music for music rights, but I don't think that's going to help this band, but just sort oh, of in general. I think okay. this is the same band uh, that played the prom in Encino, man. <laughs> <laughs> Open the door, get on the floor, everybody do the dinosaur. I mean, it's entirely possible. Like, this one guy's wearing, like, a backwards hat and just kind of, like... Like, it's it's weird because what the singer is doing physically is not matching to what you're hearing on yes. the soundtrack because this actor is basically, like, shaking his head back and forth with his tongue out, like... <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the worst looking fucking band. One guy looks like uh, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Yes, he it's definitely awful. Does. There's a few <laughs> slashes in this episode. One of uh, Steve's friends has got a slash haircut. He does. Well, Steve gets wasted at this party because he goes up to Kelly and he's like, you want to dance? And she's like, absolutely not. You're disgusting. <laughs> and he gets really upset. He starts really, really pounding by himself. Uh, David, in a character move. In there, by the way, pounding by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's quarantine, baby. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> Pound party. <laughs> Uh, David, in a character-defining move, ditches Scott immediately at this party, which I love. <laughs> Scott gets pushed in the pool, which is fucking great. Yeah, well, because yeah. no freshman. These kids look like they're nine years old. I was actually pretty shocked at how much of a baby Brian Austin Green looks yes, like, he's like in a this tiny, show. tiny child. Because again, like I didn't, I didn't watch it, so I, I wasn't aware of the fact that he was supposed to be like an underclassman when they were older. I just assumed they were all like buds in the same grade. The way it goes for Scott in this episode, I'm thinking that face shooting wasn't an accident. <laughs> yeah, dude, this is like just the first step towards him playing with his dad's gun. <laughs> yeah, I think it all kind of adds up. He's excited to play with the gun later on. <laughs> uh, so he gets wasted and David has to drive him home, and that's a comical scene, sort of. This was all kind of funny, kind sure. of feeling like a little John Hughes-esque here. Yes, definitely like, we're trying that. I, I like the whole gag of like the cops come up and Steve thinks it's a good idea to put his like football helmet and shoulder, shoulder pads on David to like hide that he looks like a kid and these cops stare at him and he's like, uh, Wildcats number one. <laughs> it was a good moment. It really was. His balls are years away from dropping in this pilot, man. Oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, the uh, Brandon meets the girl who's running the party, and she's like, "You're sexy." No, you're sexy. Yeah, the nineties and the word "sexy" was king. Look, I, I'm gonna be honest with you on this. 
you cannot have a saxophone like this and not have people fucking. <laughs> it's just not allowed. You That's can't feel you feel a little teased there, Kevin. A little bit. This fucking it's going off. It's fucking wailing. <laughs> you were you were breaking through your denim watching this. Oh man, I was rubbing oh, the front shit. of it. Uh, Jason Priestley does have a good line here because she goes, uh, "You smell good. What are you wearing?" And he goes, "I don't know." Tide. Nice, dude. He's just an average Joe, man. That's you ride that shit as long as they'll let you. <laughs> uh, oh, I also love. I, I mean, I feel like this is kind of like the first of several. Uh, car wrecks in this show steve? yeah oh, oh yeah by People the way have... real quick before we get to the car wreck he was driving steve home and this babe mobile pulls up yeah and they're like you got there's a geek driving your car <laughs> <laughs> i do say i do have to say though i appreciate that in this pilot episode we have a quote-unquote teenager uh who had too much to drink at a party and like Five of his friends are straight up and down telling him he's too drunk to drive. We're learning yeah, stuff, that's dude. We're good. responsible. Eric, did you go through the babe car thing, too? <laughs> no, Chris, I, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. He never actually... drove a jock home and then no. got taunted by a, a babe mobile? No, no. There there wasn't. We were, <laughs> we were. I don't know. It's We were light on the babe department. We were light on every department. Um, <laughs> And also, been... I didn't drive. I didn't drive till um, like I was driving a little bit like the end of senior year, but I didn't actually get a car until like freshman year of college or so. Oh, gotcha. Would have been more of a babe carriage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. Uh, so yeah, I mean, going on, uh, Kelly makes some fake IDs over the week. Um, we get a little bit of Tori spelling, not a lot. There's like a fake crew of other girls that will disappear by the time the pilot gets sorted out yeah i noted yeah madge and denise or whoever these other <laughs> yeah, people they, are. don't worry don't bother learning their names <laughs> uh yeah so like that's their kind of thrust brandon's gonna take uh, marianne out on a date uh he sexually taunts andrea and then um <laughs> But uh, Brenda goes, uh, you know, on uh, to this really cool club with all the gals. She gets in first, but Jimin Hunsu says nobody else gets in. What a surprise seeing him roll up as this bouncer did, at, at the Blue Iguana. Did you see the credits? No, no. Just uh, 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 credited just as Jimin. Oh, because oh, wow. wasn't wasn't he like a model before? A model he, yeah, yeah, that's that exactly. sounds right. Yep. He looks inside, he looks great in this, by the way. Oh, absolutely! My God. Yeah. Yeah, and, well, inside, and inside the club we have Rex Manning. Yes, <laughs> dude, Maxwell Caulfield, also from Greece too, by the way. Oh dude, yeah, I forgot. This guy is a great A scumbag. A great A scumbag. Because like Brenda looks like she doesn't. Shannon Doherty doesn't look like she's. She's probably like as an actress, like twenty twenty one. Uh huh. And he's like, Hey, do you go to school? <laughs> do, do you go to school? <laughs> <laughs> What school do you go to? Are you a student? <laughs> exactly. It's fucking creepy, man. Like I, you shouldn't be trying to hit up college girls if you're in like even if you're in your mid twenties, which this guy's clearly forty five. <laughs> yeah, and also when they order banana daiquiris, you should know what's up. Dude, <laughs> exactly. yeah, anytime a daiquiri is ordered in your presence and you are not at an all inclusive resort, get the fuck away from that person. Yeah, I was but about she, to say a beach or bust on that one. Yep. <laughs> 
And I, I also would be afraid that I would be fuck. I was getting set up here because she blows every question he asks her. You know what I mean? He's like, "What school do you go to? You go to uh, college, right?" She's like, "Yes, college." Do you live in a house or a or a, or a, an apartment? A house with all of my sorority <laughs> sisters. Dude, when like, he when he says, you know, like, "Oh, do you go to college or whatever?" Uh, or where do you go to college? She goes, "Guess." He says, you know, whatever, USC or UCLA or whatever it is. And she goes, that's right. <laughs> uh, hi, Rex Manning. I'm Chris Hansen. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I can't, uh, can't exactly uh, hear you in this nightclub. Uh, do you want to go somewhere else? To I talk? Mean, that is the thing, because she's blowing every question. And he's just like, yeah, I'll risk it. You know, <laughs> yes. Wait, let's see what the next question. You know, I'll keep risking it. <laughs> Let me just take my whole life in my hands here. <laughs> now, Steve, I know that they go on to hang out, and I guess one of them goes on to manage the peach pit at some mm -hmm. point. Does the blue iguana make a return at all? Is this a hangout? No, this is this is a one and done for the blue iguana. Oh, that's too bad. It is too bad. We know no peach pit, no Joe Itata, the great Nat character, not not in this one. Uh, no Luke Perry either. He's coming in episode two, which will be the one after the next part of the pilot. Oh man, yeah. Way to fucking make us wait for that. I don't know what's going on there. Because there's like, I, oh sorry. I'm just saying I couldn't believe it. I, I eventually it was getting to like the end of this like half of the pilot, and I was like, oh, when she goes into the bar, maybe Brenda is going to meet Luke Perry there. Yes, but no, no. They, they just mm. cut him. I mean, I, I think it's a thing where they they retooled the show after the pilot a little bit. Gotcha. So he gotcha. comes in in episode two. Yes. Okay, so he'll be in episode three of the 90210 side of this podcast. <laughs> yes, yes exactly. that's right. right. We want to make this as confusing as possible for everybody. <laughs> Why important. not? Everyone has the time. Exactly. I don't know how... We, I mean, that's kind of the end of the episode because it's not really uh, built for a, a split. You know what I mean? It's right. not like... There's no like real like ending here. It's just like Brenda kind of talking to this dude... And Brandon's about to go on the date, and we cut kind of coming up next week on Beverly Hills 90210. Totally. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't know. Do we want to, are we talk? are we doing letter grades here? What do we want to do? Hmm. Letter grades, well, letter grades are for old shows. I don't know. Yeah. Huh. You know, we'll just, uh, let's think. The thing is, we... like, I have seen zero episodes of this, so I mean, my, my grade is incomplete. <laughs> I have no idea what what to rate it against or even what to say about it. I feel like it's it's enjoyable enough. I, I really like the whole like early early nineteen ninety like kitsch factor of seeing all the clothes and the hairstyles and so far it's kind of fun. I don't know. Okay, I was totally having fun with this. Like I think Melrose Place starts like a little later in the '90s, maybe like mid '90s actually. Um, mm -hmm. So the look of that show is like completely different. Also, they're all adults living in an apartment complex. So and as as we'll learn in the pilot, it's a total spinoff of 90210. It's not like a real deal spinoff. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was reading it's because it's this this California universe anchored by this show, Melrose Place, and the short-lived Models Inc. Ooh, so that's nice. kind of a teaser. So we'll we'll be talking about Melrose Place on Thursday. That's right. Uh, I I should say if you are looking for this stuff, it's streaming in its entirety on Hulu and CBS All Access here in the states. Yeah, uh, those are the two places we're finding it here. So the show is out there if people want to watch along. So we'll see you tomorrow on this feed with a new episode on Queen of the Damned, but we'll be back doing Melrose Place this Thursday, the premiere. So until then, take it easy.